Welcome to the HSP pod. This is Daniela and Kristen, and we invite you into our family pea pod where we discuss all things HSP. Together, we're on a journey to understand what it means to live a happy, healthy, and meaningful life. In this podcast, we'll explore topics within wellness, personal development, and lifestyle, chat with like minded people, and share our experiences and learnings along the way. We hope to inspire you to be yourself and design a life that truly lights you up. Yoo-hoo! Hey, hey! <laughs> it's so lovely to have you here in our walk-in closet. Yet again. That looks so magical with all the lights you have set up here. And it's such a sacred place to record. Oh, thanks. Yes. Yeah. Actually turned out quite nice. I have to say so, too. <laughs> but so launching right into today's topic, what did we pick today? We picked the topic of physical energy. We thought that would be a subject that most of you would be interested in because we use our energy on a daily basis. We have differing amounts of energy as HSPs. There's actually quite a wide spectrum of our energy levels. And um, I think it's really important for us to acknowledge the uniqueness in how we move through the world. And um, also this podcast is about sharing a little snippet of our life and our HSP pod. So hopefully some of what we talk about today will resonate with you and may spark something in you that you may not have known before. So it's all about inspiration and just sharing what we've gone through so that it might help other people. Yeah, hopefully something is relatable about it, right? Sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how we noticed that um, both of us have actually very, um, the opposite energy levels. This took us like five, five years, six years into our relationship and we we're nine years together. So at the beginning of the relationship, we had a lot of similar hobbies. We approached things um, the same way. Uh, so we came to the conclusion, oh, we're very much alike. And over the years, we realized that's actually really not the case. Mm-hmm. And Kristen, why don't you share a little bit like your spectrum of energy? <laughs> yeah, well, that's interesting the way you put it, because we did meet at a yoga studio and we were doing a lot of these same activities together that Daniela mentioned, thinking that, you know, this was the right type of exercise or movement or hobby for both of us together. But we learned after quite some time that we each have really different physical energy levels. And I think we each knew that instinctively. We both tuned into our intuition and and knew that about ourselves But maybe there was some fear around expressing it because we each thought that perhaps we were on an extreme level of energy. So for me, it manifested as having an insane amount of energy. I'm always on the go. I never stop moving. Um, You know, I, I do meditate, but it's usually a pretty active meditation in some way, or it's kundalini breath work or something that's that's not as still and 
I, as a kid, I've just always been really active and always moving my body and in all directions, running, swimming, dancing, uh, you name it. I was a pretty wild child in that way. But as I got older, I think I started to repress that energy and started taming it and not showing it as much because it didn't feel right in the world to have that much energy. Most people were using their extreme amount of energy in a work format, but I had all this physical energy that I needed to exert, and I'm not a professional athlete or anything, so didn't quite have the outlets for that. Um, and I just thought what I, what I was experiencing in the world was a bit abnormal, so I purposely toned that down, even with you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then on the opposite spectrum is um, I actually don't have a lot of physical energy. I need to be very selective where I use it, on who I use it, um, even with exercise, how I lay out my day, um, with how I spend the energy. And that was also not clear to me way from the beginning, um, especially not in our relationship where as an empath and someone that absorbs other people's uh, emotions, I also pick up on other people's energy, which then means if, if I'm around Kristen and she has a lot of physical energy, I can pick that up and it leads into my own excitement, into my own like, oh, I feel strong, I have energy to spend. But then when I'm stepping out of her energy, I notice that I'm kind of crashing and was always wondering like where that comes from and then for me going back all the way to my childhood I noticed there were bursts of energy I loved being outdoors I loved riding my bicycle I was inline skating I was very sporty I loved sports in school um, played tennis loved swimming um but equally, on the other side, I loved sitting in my room, doing puzzles, reading, writing, watching movies, just hanging out with friends and having very low-key uh, type of days. Also, napping. I loved napping. And so the bursts would come even in periods of my life where it was just uh, quieter periods, where I wouldn't do so much in the outside world. And then... Uh, periods where I would do a lot of socializing outside of the uh, in the outside world. So for me, I would describe it more as like bursts of energy. I don't always have access to it. And um, especially in our relationship, what I've noticed uh, in the last couple of years, we've come across this, uh, I would call it maybe personality test. It's not a self-assessment. It's a personality test. It's not even a system. test, a, a system. Yeah, that's based of on your uh, birth date, time, and uh, place you're born. And it's called Human Design, which is the energy blueprint that you're born with. And we will go into that system in a, in later episodes. We will definitely touch base on it because it's, it's been life changing for the two of us. And in our energy blueprints, we've noticed these distinct uh, differences and they were actually validated for us because when we look at both of our charts, we're the exact opposite, which in a way was super shocking for both of us because as we mentioned, we thought we were very similar. But then um, we always had these little hunches, these little intuitive hits uh, inside of ourselves. 
to notice that like, wow, we are distinctly different. Kristen has what's so-called many more motors that I have. I have only like one, which again, we will go into human design at a different point in time. Don't want to overwhelm you with all this information, but um, it just explained a, a load of why we are so different. And it made it um, for us much more non-judgmental and accepting that in the other person as well, that that's just our makeup. We don't need to judge it. I need a nap. Um, I need food. I need to oftentimes like shower the day off, be in my own energy where uh, I need to be very careful who I talk to. I, I mean, now I'm repeating, repeating myself, but on the opposite end of the coin is Kristen, who just needs to exert this energy, but also in the right way. Otherwise, it becomes very frustrating for her as well. Yeah, very nicely stated, Daniela. I think all of these realizations, especially the ones from human design, have given us a language to express what we inherently knew to be true about ourselves and there are just instances where it feels okay now to to move the way I do throughout the day you know if I need to take a phone call or come up with some creative thoughts or move around in the kitchen it's always um, a dynamic flow for me my best work comes when I'm moving I don't have a um, treadmill desk yet, but that's probably something I should get. <laughs> I do have a standing desk, which is necessary for me. But I, I do a lot of walking um, throughout the day. And it's even more important for me to do more intense exercise, because the walking sometimes just isn't enough. And I, I need to do some more extreme um, activities, for example, hot yoga, that really gets me into my body. And so I'm exerting all this energy in a really positive way for me to the point where I come out of it feeling not, not even depleted, but just balanced. I feel like, wow, I was able to let all of that energy go in a healthy way and detoxify in the process and all these benefits of, of doing, um, a more intense workout, which I know isn't for everyone, mm -hmm. but for my body, it feels really good. And I also need to make sure that I release the energy throughout the day so that I can hit the bed feeling like I've let go of it all. And otherwise I'm restless in bed. My body moves, my legs move, and even my mind is is constantly in motion. So I can't stress the importance enough if you have an energy level like mine to really get it all out in the most healthy way, in the way that brings you the most joy, things that light you up. Um, yeah, that's that's just been a huge realization for me in the past couple of years. Yeah. Also, um, What's a huge realization, I think, was when you were just mentioning at the end of the day, you need to have it all exerted. And then when you hit your head on your pillow, that it's kind of like um, that it's all out. And if she doesn't get it out, it's like this radiating energy that's still with us actually in bed. And I can pick up on that. And 
oftentimes it's just kind of like I feel like energized by it. I could have been tired, but then I'm laying in her energy. And if she hasn't gotten it out that day, it actually physically affects me as well. I could get a second wind and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do now? (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, it's very, very important for you to get that all out. On the opposite coin, where I'm coming from is um, I need to, what I've learned over the years, especially with exercise, to be very deliberate about how I spend it. Um, This was a huge trial and error. I used to be part of CrossFit. I used to be part of this kind of competitive swimming group that I did and I thought it was normal after something like that for an hour of a workout to rest for three hours, but (laughs) then apparently that isn't. So um, I learned from that um, to just kind of like, oh, well, maybe that isn't so normal. I mean, I felt really good in my body and uh, yeah, but apparently, yes, resting for three hours and feeling like a vegetable afterwards isn't what what I should have been going for. So, yeah, as funny as that sounds, it didn't feel good to me, but I kind of did it anyway. Um, so just noticing, also for me, it was very important noticing where I put the, the exercise. I think some of these programs were at 10 or 11 in, in the morning, so I was kind of fried until like 2 or 3. Um, so for me, like exercising in the morning doesn't work at all. Like I can't even walk our dogs outside for like 30, 40 minutes because it just takes that energy that I need for my mental work because I do my mental, my best mental work. I do that actually in the morning. So um, then after that, I usually need a nap, food, all of that. And then um, then I feel recharged. It's kind of like getting my second win. And then, then I feel I can exercise. I have a lot of energy. Then taking care of myself then I walk the dogs and oftentimes I rest a little bit then after that and then I have a third wind that leads me into my evening so it's more kind of like blocks and bursts and learning that it needs to be very deliberately put in there otherwise the mental work that my creative work my flow would absolutely be disrupted disrupted and I wouldn't be able to do any of that so yeah I think And just honoring that in myself and not feeling like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, oftentimes I look at Kristen and I think like, oh, that's kind of like how the 80% out there are functioning. They're just on the go, do, do, do. Like, for example, for Kristen, like downtime means like, oh, I'm trying out a new recipe or I'm cooking in the kitchen or I'm walking (laughs) around. Oh, that was downtime. And that's like, that's not downtime. That's not recharging my battery at all. And being okay with that, being okay with that she's different than I am and honoring that and encouraging her to, hey, you need to get your energy out and just being super supportive of that and loving myself for who I am and knowing that I'm different and that that's okay and figuring that out and getting from her that same respect that I'm giving her and that same encouragement of... I do me and she does her self and I know does that you do you (laughs) you do you absolutely no I totally resonate with that and it's it's really allowed for this level of respect among the two of us and for ourselves and our uh, uniqueness in the world and how we go about things and I I wanted to say too that this morning 
as I was walking the dogs, there was a funny moment where I was standing there with both leashes on either side of me uh, with one dog wanting to go chase squirrels and the other dog just wanting to sunbathe. So it was a case where we have two dogs with unique energy blueprints and I was standing there feeling frustrated about these differences, but then realized after a moment that I needed to take one dog inside and just go at this a little more methodically, really cater to that one dog's needs, take him on the walk that was correct for him, and then return and pick up the other dog who literally just wanted to sit in the parking lot and take in the beautiful morning sunshine. So I had two very different experiences with each dog, and I love that. I mean, I don't know if they ever will be the types of dogs that will walk side by side, but, you know, that's what we chose, or they chose us. So that's a a really nice reflection of all of our energies, from animals to humans. We're all different. Yes, so different, and just respecting that. And then to add a third need of um, you needing to walk yourself as well. So it's like <laughs> your energy of like, I just want to go. Let's go on a walk. Then Henry, like let's super energized and like, yeah, I want to go. Let's sniff. Let's sniff around. Let's find the squirrels. And then Finn is just like, oh, but it's so warm and cozy here. Let's just lay on the ground and soak up the sun. Yeah. So, yeah, all these distinctive needs and honoring that and making then decisions based off of that, I think. Funny thing is also that each one of the dogs kind of mirrors each one of our characteristics back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Henry is a little bit more like you and Finn is a little bit more like me. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, I get such a kick walking this energized dog. It's been the best thing for me because I actually have a dog that walks and... um, so it, it, it's been a funny thing in the last couple months since we adopted him. Yeah. And he's like such a sweetie. Shows <laughs> us with love and all. Aww. Yeah. We can so, learn so much from dogs. But that, again, is a different podcast altogether. Uh-huh. Um, should we go a little bit? Do we still have time to go into um, work energy? I think that's kind of an interesting little tidbit there as well. Sure. How, we can touch on that briefly. Yes. How each one of... Um, our work styles kind of influence each other and our energy. So your work energy is, how would I say? It's nonlinear. Let's, let's put it that way. So what Danielle is trying to say is that I have a more scattered energy when it comes to projects. I like to have my hands in a lot of different pots and I have a harder time focusing for a greater amount of time on just one thing. I've never been one to just uni focus or, you know, focus solely on one task. I do much better with weaving in and out of projects. And um, that's my flow throughout the day, too. It's, It's natural for me. It's stimulating for me. It brings me a lot of joy. It may look really bizarre to other people who see this style. But I worked as an event planner and in the food industry for, you know, 15 plus years. And that sort of work was ideal for 
uh, multitasking. There's always, you know, various things to do in each of those respective lines of work. And what was really too much, though, was just the overwhelm in those environments. But not to get too off track with that, just the energy fit me in in that style of work and also with freelancing and um, just the way I organize my day, too. It's, it's very different from Daniela's. So tell us yeah. about your end. Yeah. So my end is um, I'm a very focused person. So when I work, I can lose myself very easily in a project and work in my creative endeavors. I could literally sit there for four or five hours straight and just when I'm in my flow, I'm in my flow. And also I don't like to be interrupted when I'm in my flow. So for me, it's like I go very linear throughout my day. I know how my day is laid out. Um, it doesn't need to be always like super structured, but when I focus on something, I give it my full attention. And I oftentimes actually forget to eat. I forget to like go to the bathroom. Uh, I need to set myself timers to for all of those things, uh, take the dogs out midday for a pee break or something like that. Otherwise, I'm so lost in solely focusing on what I'm doing. So as you can see, there are opposite energies, and oftentimes her and I, we work from home together at the same table. So at the beginning, when we did not know these differences, I would get very frustrated with her for getting up, getting a cup of tea, going to the bathroom. Now we need to walk the dog. Now we need to do this. It's, uh, it was very disruptive, and I couldn't understand why she couldn't just sit down with me to work on a project that we were doing together or talk for hours about like the same subject or brainstorm the same subject. So until we learned that that's just not how her, how she, how her makeup is and how, how she functions. Um, and from there on, once we understood where that's coming from, there was no judgment. It was just kind of like, oh, how can we work together, uh, work together separately then? Yeah, we changed up the the work environment and each had distinct rooms. And I got my standing desk. Actually, you have one now too. But we needed to be in um, very different parts of the household in order to get our best work done. Yeah, so we schedule these... meetings where we would get together and then execute the parts by ourselves that needed to be done. So, yeah, I think it's just when we can get away from judging other people in general, I think, but especially like in the aspects of physical energy, not everyone is the same. Not everybody has the same makeup. Um, for me, on top of it being an empath, like I lose a lot of energy just being with people. Um so that's also like being kind to myself mm -hmm. and not harsh and not having this negative talk. Like, why am I so different? Why don't I fit in? It's just kind of turning this around. And it's like, no, this is who I am. And this is how I work. This is how I go through life. And this is how my partner works and how she goes through life. And we can find compromises, honor each other's individual needs. And I think that's so important. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. And I hope this conversation left you all with reassurance that you are all uniquely beautiful in your own physical energy, 
perhaps you'll take a closer look at what you do throughout the day and see if anything resonates from either of our extremes. Perhaps you're somewhere in the middle, but um, we're a good example of two pretty opposite uh, energy types. So we look forward to digging in some more on the topics of human design and being an empath and what that means um, in regard to energy. But we hope you found this episode useful today. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And um, feel free to leave a comment or start a new thread in, in one of the topics if you want to know a little bit more about physical energy in general or how other people function. Maybe we even run a poll at some point. Um, but again, thanks so much for listening, taking the time out of your busy days to tune in with us here at the HSP pod. And hopefully some of you are walking while listening, because that is <laughs> definitely how I listen to podcasts. It's either walking or cooking. So any way that you listen to this message uh, is very much appreciated. So yes. Thank you from both of us. Yes, you very much appreciated. So thank you so much. And we wish you a great day. Bye. Bye now. Thank you again for listening to the HSP pod today. It really meant the world to us to have you here. And if you think there are other HSPs in your life that could benefit from our message, we really encourage you to share and to help grow this community. And by doing so, we can all shine our lights more brightly. 